0: listening to the business RPG podcast a business podcast for nerds who are determined to turn their passion into a profession I'm your host Sir Isaac and this is my open invitation to anyone who would like to connect go ahead find me on Instagram at business RPG we have a few new listeners and a few people who have come out and connected on Instagram over the past week or two welcome to all of you it was great to meet you it is great to have you and I am very excited that you're able to find value here on the show. Guys, today is going to be part two of our interview with Melanie Scroggins, who is the host of the work from home voice actor and also just general teacher mentor to those who are trying to navigate their VO journey. Guys, we're going to go right into this episode, but before we do, I want to make sure that to get the most out of this episode, you know to go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. Go back there. It's going to set some context. It's also going to give you a lot of really good information if you haven't listened to it already. But going into this, guys, if you are finding value here on the Business RPG, can you do me a favor? Can you make sure that you subscribe and that you leave a five-star review wherever it is that you are listening? Those reviews really help us in the algorithm, especially on Apple Podcasts, but I know a lot of you guys are on Spotify and they do reviews now as well. So if you could just pause right here for a couple of seconds, go up, go down, make sure that you're subscribed and that you leave a review, that would really, really help out. Let's go to the interview. Let's say I'm ready to start. Mm-hmm. What does it take? We, we already talked about equipment, but what does it take to get into this as, as a business, as something that, that you're wanting to do? What, what is it that you need to do in order to get your first gig, to start yeah. getting the professional pay, and yeah. to start building until you can get to that point where it's a full-time job?
1: Yeah, such a great question. It's really important because I have a lot of young people specifically reach out to me and ask, okay, I want to do voiceover. What do I do? So it's very important to note that you do not have to be a professionally trained actor, but you do need to have some experience. You do need to understand how to read. Um, Some of this is a natural ability. I have acting and musical theater experience. Like I grew up. With that, Um, I sought out those opportunities and then did a lot of that in high school. I'm not saying that qualifies me in any way, but I am at least aware of those things. And an awareness is extremely important. Plus, experience gives you a really good foundation for this avenue. Because as much as I would love to say everybody can, and I do believe this, everybody can be a voice actor. Do I believe everyone should? And the answer is no. I don't think that everyone should, partly because I don't think everyone should be a doctor who wants to be a doctor. (laughs) There are certain abilities that we have, whether it's natural or learned. And it's really important for us to take time with ourselves to understand what those things are. Because even if I'm not going to pursue voice acting as a career or a business, I can still be a hobbyist. I can still be involved in this community. I can still audition for jobs. Uh, I say jobs, projects, gigs and have experience and make that my hobby. Do that in my spare time. That's how I started. I was like, let's just see what this is about. Let's see how you save an MP3 and upload it online. I mean, seriously, those kinds of things uh, are how you start. So even if you don't end up wanting to be a professional, there are other ways that you can be involved. But if you are interested in being a voiceover professional, sit with yourself, sit with your spouse, whoever in your life has a direct impact or you have a direct impact on their life and talk about that. So we had to do this even with my podcast production business. Um, When I started doing freelance full-time slash forever, it was like, okay, what does this look like? What's the potential here? And we had a rough go for a lot of people like us who hadn't had any experience with freelancing until five years ago. It's a whole new world. Mm -hmm. It is very different. As you know, the expectations for yourself are only there when you place them. The standard by which you work is something you set for yourself. Uh, It's a very new foreign realm to a lot of people who have only worked in the office, who have only worked for other people and with other people. So be very real with yourself. Ask yourself, what is it that I, why I don't think I can fit into the normal work life, normal office life? Uh, Because I will say that's probably easier. (laughs) This This is not the path of least resistance. This is not the path for ease. When you figure out what works for you and if it works, you can begin to see some ease. But an entrepreneur, that's our plight. We get freedom, financial freedom, time, but we have to continuously be working on our businesses. Mm-hmm. So the best thing that we can do in the beginning, specifically for voiceover, anything, but I'm going to speak into voiceover, research. Do your research. Figure out what other people are actually doing. Listen to demos of other voice actors at nauseum. Figure out what quality of work are people submitting because only then will we be able to understand if we can fit in in some way. Because yes, the door is open, but there's a lot of people in that door, right? So that's one reason why I teach what I do and say what I do in how I do it, specifically on the podcast, is because there's a lot of different ways that you can go about it to make your journey different, but similar, because there is a certain way clients work. So how do we kind of create our own door that works? with all these other doors and people who are who are going through. It's kind of how I like to look at it, because then it becomes a little easier to say, oh, no, I can make my way because you can if you are willing to work on this and if you have done your research, maybe even had some training, um, because I will I will say I'll be totally transparent. I have never had a voiceover coach. I have never had an acting coach. I am very particular about that personally. I just want to be honest with everyone who's listening. I don't know how effective they are if you have had any kind of business training, any kind of acting training in the past. Just because something is specific to your industry does not mean it's better. So my recommendation would be, and this is something I did when I first got going, Jeremy and I took an improv class. Mm -hmm. It was probably one of the most, and I love improv. I've always loved improv. I was in it in high school as well. Probably one of the most helpful avenues for us to take before I started in this. We did it together because it would be fun. But for me, it really was an experiment and to gain knowledge on, okay, how do I think on my feet? How are these other people performing? How do they think on their feet? Improv is an excellent way to see a different side of acting that helps you in the everyday life of scripts and recording and listening and all of that. Another thing that's really helpful that I don't hear very often, but I, I try to tell people whenever I can, if you're interested and you have a mic and you have your basic setup listen to yourself, record yourself, practice, play around. You will evolve over time regardless if you've had training because you will, if you're listening to other people and their deliveries and what they're doing, you can decide how you're going to also deliver for that particular project or that particular genre, but on your terms with your style. That's all it's about. And people say, well, I have a good voice. Will I be a good voice actor? I don't know. I really don't. And then they say, I don't like listening to myself. Will I be a good voice actor? <laughs> I don't know. Why wouldn't you be? It's kind of my question, honestly. So if you're interested, like the best thing you can do is give yourself that chance. And I say, usually six months to a year, you'll know if it, if you're cut out or not, mm. truly. Uh, you kind of reach a different level after that point in time. And you've had enough time to evolve a little bit in how you deliver. So a lot of it at first to decide is just mindset. And truly being honest with yourself. That, that truly is the best advice that I can give for anybody who's interested. Let
0: me ask a question real quick, more pertaining to the hobbyist. Because you talk about a lot of people enter at the hobbyist point before they right. go to being a professional. So how does a hobbyist get that first gig? You have yeah. a mic. You have a USB mic that's a condenser. It sounds good. And you figured out how the doll works. You're ready. Right. How do you get that first gig?
1: That's a really great question. So I can only tell you based on my story. And after I had – and you can go and listen to – or I, I can share more of my story on, on my podcast later about pay-to-play sites because there has traditionally been a lot of bad – opinions. I will say bad opinions because they weren't based in fact. Um, I think the only way to understand how these places work is to contact them directly, which is what I did. So Voices.com is one of the major marketplaces for voice actors. It's one of the reasons why a lot of people from the hobbyist level can become professionals, in my personal opinion, is because it's so much more accessible to reach clients and for them to hear your voice and to gain potential work and then ongoing work if someone likes your voice and wants to use you for different things. So I always recommend pay-to-play sites. Um, Again, Voice123, Voices.com, Bidalgo. They're not all made equally. So please read about them, read reviews about them. But the best thing you can do is try it out for a year. Um, Voices.com, for instance, is $500 for an annual subscription, USD. I actually have a code that will get you $50 off. So I'll share that with you. And you can share it in your show notes for the listeners. But that's what we did. So in the beginning, that tool, I considered a tool, one of the many tools in your business, is to allow you the opportunity to get in front of people and for you to practice. That's what it is. You pay for it, yes. But when I first started, and again, this is me not having any specific voiceover training, just kind of my hustle and grit and just natural ability that I wanted to bring, that I really thought about bringing forward when I started, I made that back within about three months. So that showed me, okay, I can at least make even if I use this and I'm still getting practice and I'm still putting myself out there in front of people that I would not be able to interact with otherwise. It is a very condensed and focused way to get yourself in front of people or your voice at least. So yeah, I recommend pay to play sites. That is 100% what took me from a hobbyist to a work from home professional because from there it gave me the confidence after I got hired a couple of times to say, what if, what would this look like if I started reaching out to other people, right? And then I cut a demo, which I'm much better at that now. <laughs> so definitely do research if you're interested in cutting your own demo.
0: Melanie just gave this sly smile when she said, "Cut your own demo for those who are <laughs> for everyone because it's audio only." But yeah, uh, it it's my, my wife's working on hers right now. Actually, awesome. And and it's a complete difference between you know where she was before. She she was helping me with the production business versus now yes. where it's like, oh, yeah, I, I can do that. I, I, I can knock that out. But yeah, go, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: No, not at all. I that's exactly what happened. So I started out and then I like used free scripts and then recorded it and added some audio again on Audacity, which is much harder, in my opinion, than doing it in, a, in Adobe Audition. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so much better to do it in Adobe But that's part of the learning curve. Like I'm not one of those people who will tell you don't create this asset for yourself. If you can learn and understand how to create that asset for your business, you will be unstoppable because you, unlike a lot of actors who rely on demo producers and engineers to do their stuff for them, that's another superpower that you have. Interesting. And that translates into your work. If you're able to produce a high quality demo... Your work is only going to be better for it. So practice, practice these things that you want to do. If I'm, I mean, I'm all about outsourcing. If that's what you want to do for certain things, but I'm a firm believer that you need to understand and have your hands in every aspect of your business.
0: I'm right there with you on that. And I wanted to go back to what you said. You know, with with paying for the annual membership, what Mm -hmm. what I tell people, or at least how I try to view it, is this is an investment. If I know that I can break even, if I if I'm willing to put in the work to at least break even. Then yes. I'm gonna see that money again. You know? Yes. You can talk about inflation, but if you're gonna make it back in three months and you don't need to worry about any of that. I I see what you mean though. I I appreciate that point. Let's talk about your podcast real quick. And and there's a question okay. I want to attach to it. You have your podcast. It's an excellent podcast, by the way. I fully endorse people. Go listen to it. It's gonna be in the show notes. Thank you. In that show, tell us about what it is that you do and Would it make sense for someone to start a podcast as part of their demo in order to make that part of their sales funnel? Because I've had a question where people are asking, do I need to start a website for my business? And actually, my wife had that same question for do I need to start a website as someone who has no previous experience going into voiceover? Yeah. Would a podcast make sense to be something better? Would there be something that you need to do in that field as well?
1: that's a really good question. So you ask really good questions. I'm sorry oh, I say you. that every thank time, you. <laughs> but you truly ask great questions and I appreciate them because these are questions that not everyone thinks to ask for beginners or people who are interested. So thank you. So there's a lot in that question and I really would like to address each piece of that. So the first question that you had essentially, does it make sense to create a podcast as a, a voice actor, someone who's interested as part of your sales funnel? It depends on who your audience is. So to be totally frank, producers, directors. Uh, project managers, video producers, video editors are not going to be listening to a show that's just done by a voice actor. It would have to be something very specific to their field if they even listen to podcasts, right? So the reason I say that is because the time and energy it takes to produce your own show, it may not be worthwhile at the beginning. The best thing that you can do is have a demo. Again, whether you get it professionally produced, I recommend if you're new, Try to do your own demo because if you can't get through that, there's a really good chance it's not a good time for you to be a voice actor just because of how much time and energy the same amount, I believe, that goes into editing and producing your audio for clients would go into the demo. So that, honestly, the the mindset shift that created for me personally is why I feel so strongly about this. I was very reluctant in my business before I cut my demo and then the one after that was so much better. And I thought, oh, wow, I am here. I can do this. I, that was my way of showing myself that I deserved to be where I was, which, again, is just me. Um, but if you're out there and that's kind of you too, you have that en- entrepreneurial spirit, try it. Because the worst thing that can happen is, well, I guess someone, you send it to someone, they listen to it, and then don't hire you, right? But we start on pay-to-play sites for that reason in my personal opinion. So don't be sending your demo out to people via email. Um, Direct marketing comes later. So we want to start by auditioning, getting out there, getting some numbers under our belt, getting experience, reading scripts, knowing how the platform works. I mean, there's so many different things that you learn before you get into, okay, what do I need to add to my business? So going to the question about a website, I do not think a website is essential. It is later, kind of like direct marketing. So when you start direct marketing, a website is essential because you can house your demos, you can house your portfolio. There's a direct way for someone to contact you um, that most likely will get to you versus social media where sometimes things get buried. But in the beginning, LinkedIn works really well. You can still link your stuff. You can still put your demo on there. And then there's a direct way for people to contact you. Just make sure that they can actually access your email. Have your name. Back when I did my business of voiceover course with Andy Field, He said, which is something from Tracy Lindley, who has a course on LinkedIn for VO um, and direct marketing. In like specifically, she says to utilize the real estate on there. So for your cover background, make sure you have your email, your phone number, however you want people to get in touch with you on there. So LinkedIn works just fine. You don't need a website initially, but you will want one later. uh, Partly because there's so much more control over that, and SEO starts to play into it. So search engine optimization for people actually being able to find your stuff if they Google you. Or, you know, freelance voice actor or professional voice actor or whatever. Right. And then the follow up to your question was.
0: Do you need to go all out to have a website in order to make this work? Or is it enough to just focus on that demo and focus on the free real estate that's available to you?
1: Yeah. So my motto is work with what you have until you have more to work with. And if you don't have experience with websites, if you are not wanting to spend the Additional dollars it takes to set that up. Don't let that be your headache. There are so many other things that you're going to learn that are going to be headaches that are just what you need to learn initially. So don't let that be one of them. When it comes time and when you will know as a business owner, if you're cut out for being a business owner, you will know that you'll get to a point in time where you start thinking, oh, shoot, I've got all these different projects that I've done. I've got these different clients I've worked with. I need somewhere to put them. And LinkedIn just isn't cutting it right you can still utilize that as a tool but a website may become a really good option for you so i would say no don't spend the time to do it don't i personally get bogged down by website details colors fonts all of that spacing everything yep. right yep i love doing it but it it's not worth my time right And that's part of where circling back to priorities in my business comes in. What is a priority in my business? It's my, it's my way of constant. I'm really bad at, I have, I don't think I have adult ADD, like diagnosable, but I might. I mean, truly, ever since I had Theo too, I mean, it's gotten even worse. I need that. I need kind of my anchor. Okay. Where am I when I start kind of floating away (laughs) or doing other things or working on my website and getting bogged down by details, what is going to make me successful, i.e., which is what your definition of success is. It just depends on your success. What allows me to meet a new client today? What allows me to make you know, X amount of dollars or get another project? Because mm. it's not gonna be working on my website. It's just not. Uh, website is something that you can utilize. It's a tool. It is not going to necessarily bring in you revenue or get a new client. I know that sounds counterintuitive because a website is designed for people to find you and reach out to you. And the potential for that is there in the future, but it's not right now. It's a constant battle to be thinking what's important right now, what is going to get me to the next step, right? And that's just something we each individually have to ask ourselves as we go along. But if you are just starting and you're just interested, check out Behind the Voice Actors and Casting Call Club and search voice actor or casting call on Twitter. Truly, it starts there see what's going on, listen to other people's auditions. You used to be able to do that in Behind the Voice Actors, and I think you still can. So there are lots of ways that you can research without specifically looking at business stuff, if that makes sense, because it is overwhelming.
0: And that's why I, I gravitate towards your podcast and, and your your free course, but the, the stuff that you do, because you've been able to take it from, okay, here's behind the curtain of what you see with Hollywood and here's how you can get to that point in your business. Um, speaking of which, let's go ahead. We got a few minutes left. Let's talk about your podcast.
1: Okay.
0: Tell us about your podcast. It's one yeah. of my favorite podcasts, but let's hear it from you.
1: So my podcast is the work from home voice actor podcast. It is as straightforward as you can get with what it's about, but it's it's about what we've been talking about is is when you are interested in voice acting and you want to build a business from home. That is the core of core message that I'm trying to share on the podcast. And I share my story. I share insights that I've I've derived, whether it's from clients or whether it's from my own business. Comes very much from my perspective. Obviously, um, it is just me. Usually, again, this is a time. An energy thing. I, I don't really have a lot of time, but I do believe the message is important, so I, I try to make my podcast a priority. But yeah, I share all kinds of tips and strategies. I share what we've been talking about today with tools that you need versus tools that you don't really need. When you're further along in your business, here's how you can deal with these things. Um, I have a really exciting episode coming out this week. I'm excited to share about how I made, I'll, y'all are the first to hear about it, how I made my first $10,000 month as a voice actor. Wow! So I'm excited to share yeah. those strategies with people. So that's really where I'm at. I, I share my journey. I read somewhere once that you don't need to be an expert or the go-to or whatever in a particular field. You just need to be a little further ahead of someone that is wanting to be where you are. And so that's kind of the the heart behind my show is I want to share with you what I've done because if it's useful to you and helps you in your business, that's the reason I'm doing it.
0: There's a saying, and I'll, and I'll paraphrase it. We 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 take the next step without realizing that it's there, without even seeing it, but we just see yeah. someone a little bit farther, and that gives us the confidence to still take that next step. That is that is the essence of what's great about your show.
1: Thank you so much. I, I cannot tell you how much that means to me that you share that with me.
0: Well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Where can people find you if they want to keep up with with Melanie Scroggins?
1: Yeah. So if you're interested as a voice actor or hobbyist who's interested in pursuing voiceover, feel free to check out like my portfolio and my demos just to kind of see. I do all of my demos myself, so it gives you kind of an idea of what you're capable of producing for your own self. Um, but that's just melaniescroggins.com. If you're interested in learning more how to build out your business, I, the Work From Home Voice Actor also has its own website, and that's just workfromhomevoiceactor.com. That's where I list courses, the podcast, any other resources that I have that I offer for free. Those are all listed there. So I'll be sure to share those with you. But I'm on social, but I'm not as social as probably most businesses are. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of a old school, and I kind of prefer email. So if anybody has any questions, they can just reach out to me, and I'll give, them, I'll give you uh, my email. They can reach out to me.
0: I'll have link to the email and the podcast in the show notes below. Oh, one one more question I gotta ask before before we wrap this up. I forgot. What are some goals that you've achieved that you're really, really proud of? And what are some that you have for the next 12 months regarding your business?
1: Oh goodness. I saw that question and I thought, oh my man, let me let me think. Um, so first and foremost, we've been talking a lot about what I consider the entrepreneurial hump of I've done this thing, I'm doing this thing, why can't I just get over it and not feel this way or think these things, um, which I think is just part of being an entrepreneur. But the things that I've done current, like at this current point in my business that I'm really proud of, first of all, having a roster of clients that I don't get work from necessarily all the time, but I truly, truly enjoy working with. And because of our interaction so far, I know they enjoy working with me too. That makes me I feel fulfilled knowing that the next thing is being able to actually live our life the way we want to with just me working. So in December, it had been a whole 12 months since Jeremy had left his job and we were able to live off of what I was making. And that felt like such a huge milestone because in those moments where I don't feel like I'm doing enough or I'm not making enough, I can look back and say, We lived for 12 months off of what I'm making, doing exactly what I'm still doing every day. That was huge. Mm -hmm. Um, That really helped me understand, okay, so my brain, this is what Haley Thomas always says, um, it's working against you, right? It's our worst enemy. It's so dramatic. Uh, So my brain drama, my mind drama is constant, but I have indicators that show me I'm doing okay. But that's one thing I'm extremely proud of is that we set out and had this goal and we were able to do it and we're still doing it. Even as I talk about it now, I have to smile because like it's important to remember those things. Like I was not doing this a few years ago and now I'm doing it full time and I'm extremely grateful to be able to do that. Okay, so so goals for the future. I have all kinds of goals all the time, and when we go on walks with my husband, I feel like I ask him the same questions every day because I just want to. I'm I love thinking about goals, and whether it's personal, whether it's professional. Because of Theo, this year, I don't have as many professional goals. I had all these kind of ambitions uh, right before he was born, and then when I got back to work, I would very much still like to create products for people who are interested in voice acting or voice actors, and specifically a course dedicated to demo production, how to do that on your own. That is something that has been in the back of my mind for the last year, year and a half that we actually sat down. We have most of the material laid out and then we gave birth. I gave birth, but we are became right. parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something I feel very passionate about because I, I think it allows so much more creative control and business control for voice actors to be able to learn how to do that and create professional demos and a skill they can use over and over again. So that's a, that's a, that's something I would really like to achieve. We have it in this calendar year, but we'll just have to see. Again, I'm still trying to stick to my priorities. I tend to get off in the wings doing some other project or some cool thing. And I really have to start. I'm getting better at it, bringing myself back to, okay, what do I really need to be focusing on? What do I really need to be spending my energy on? So we'll see, but I am very much goals person uh so it's it's always fun to at least have something even if it's not going to happen within a certain period of time but so we'll see
0: if you would like to get in touch with melanie i have links to her socials and to her email in the show notes down below like she said at the very end the best way to get a hold of her is through email so go ahead don't be shy reach out to her if you have any questions or if you'd just like to learn more about vo in general and also be sure that you subscribe and listen to her podcast she has a lot of really great content on there i've already endorsed it enough on the show but just one more time the work from home voice actor great show and guys if you would like to listen to another great show the business rpg will be launching its next episode next week we release wednesday mornings bright and early so be sure that you subscribe so you never miss an episode but until next time guys i hope you enjoy